the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, it's every parent's worst nightmare on Halloween. Uh, Worse even than tainted candy. It is that your child... Uh, would be hit by a car and die, and that happened in Columbus overnight. And I'm very torn when I think about this, because from all accounts, the place where it happened has been a problematic location for quite some time, and residents there have said that they feel like it needs to be better lighted, maybe a traffic light instead of a crosswalk. And so uh, until I know details of uh, the driver of the car, I mean, I'm just just racked with... um, with sorrow for everyone involved. Um, So we have a four-year-old, we do not know, it has not been reported yet, a boy or girl, uh, who died last night in uh, the Westerville area. Uh, The child was with their mother, and they were out trick-or-treating just before 7 o'clock, and a 49-year-old man driving a a Ford pickup truck was approaching Valley Park Avenue and Westerville Road, Uh, The two trick-or-treaters, the mom, the child, were in a crosswalk, and they were struck by the truck, and the child was taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital and later died, four years old. Uh, The pedestrian, the uh, the, uh, neighbors, according to Channel 6, has done the uh, best reporting on this that I have seen. Uh, One of the neighbors said, because of the intersection where it happened, this is not surprising. We've been needing a light here for a long time. I wouldn't cross the street with the pedestrian sign. I won't let my child cross the street with that pedestrian sign. I don't see people stopping for it. And this happens a lot uh, at railroad crossings. At Out by where I live, there was an accident. Someone, young man on his way to school one morning, There's, you know, it's out in the country, so there's no traffic light, but there needs to be a traffic light. Semi didn't see him turning and hit him. Look, we've all been in a car. We've all had our attention wander. We've all um, at times realized, wow, something really bad could have happened there because my attention was not where it was supposed to be. And um, we're given the grace that no one happened to be in the path of our vehicle at the time. And so I just I just feel horrible for uh, all involved there because it's not something that um, anyone wanted to happen, of course. And uh, more than three lives have been changed forever because of what happened last night. So uh, prayers for everyone involved out there, certainly at least until we know greater detail. We do know greater detail now on the murder of a 21-year-old man from the Youngstown area. The reports yesterday about Kevin Sobnoski's death uh, at the Sheets gas station near the airport were that he was driving by Sheets and a gun was fired 
and Mr. Sobnowski was struck in the head and was murdered. Now we have greater clarity on that. Again, according to WSYX6, Channel 6. He was at the sheet station. He was not driving by. He was filling up his car with gas. And he'd apparently been inside or planned to go inside and grab a snack. People rave about the food at Sheets. I've never sampled it, but I uh, assume that it's very good. When eight men, eight, came out of the Sheets station, so where the food is, where the convenience items are, eight men came out with semi-automatic rifles and opened fire. The presumption being that someone was in the parking lot that these men had a dispute with and that they were firing at others. Now, there have not been reports of any other injuries. So these guys are either incredibly bad shots or there are people injured who have not gone in for care or whatever. But, of course, if you were one of the people that they were firing at and you went into the hospital, that would put you on the radar of Columbus police and they might have some hope of solving this. But right now, there are no suspects in custody. And this is my fear that Kevin Sobnoski, by all accounts at this point, a completely innocent bystander, the epitome of wrong place, wrong time, was murdered. He became the 120th homicide victim in Columbus about 3 a.m. Sunday because he was filling up his gas, uh, filling up his tank at Sheets near the airport when eight, you got to believe these are gang members, came out of Sheets and are firing. And this is this is absolutely despicable that Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther would not respond to ABC 6's request for an interview. Now, look, I get it. Andy Ginther's safe at home in his house asleep at the time. But this is a buck stops here moment. This is a, you want the big office and the perks that go with being mayor. You want to be able to play golf three times a week with a bodyguard at OSU Scarlet because you're the mayor of Columbus. This is the downside of having that position, is that, You need to speak to issues like this when the kind of nonsensical, random violence that paints your city in a way you don't want it painted but is nevertheless accurate, you have to respond to times like this. I certainly hope that one of the local TV stations or... (laughs) Someone from the dispatch, which, again, I laugh because the chances of it happening are slim and none. This calls out for a concerted investigative effort to let people know who Kevin Sobnoski is. This young man was in our city, minding his own business, doing what any one of us does routinely, maybe not at that time. But this is a routine activity. He was not doing by any account of any report anything nefarious other than he was out at an hour of time where most of us are asleep. But that he could be working. He could have been off work at that time. He could be working second, third shift. He could have gotten in. He could have been picking up a friend at the airport. Just because he's out at 3 in the morning doesn't mean he was doing anything wrong. And he does not deserve to be murdered by gang members 
And the mayor needs to speak to this. This is this is outrageous. I I, I watched the uh, Channel Six report last night after your show. Of course, you had spoke of this subject, and I was really glad to see them try to tie this all together. And first of all, try to get the mayor to speak. They asked for CPD. Well, I can understand CPD not answering right away because they're, they're still investigating. Yeah. That's correct. But I especially liked, and if you get a chance to see the Channel 6 report, I especially liked that they had the FOP Vice mm-hmm. President Sergeant Brian Steele on, right. and he was fired up about yeah. exactly what you're talking about, the fact that any one of us could be stopping to get gas at 3 in the morning and not doing anything wrong but stopping to get gas or maybe go in to get a snack. Maybe you work second or third shift, that sort of thing. And and it was near the airport, so – like you said, could be could stopping be to the airport Absolutely. to pick someone up that's coming in to visit, you know, aunt, grandma, grandpa, etc. Late, et late yeah. planes, waiting Absolutely. for hours, plane not coming in. Yeah. There's nothing nefarious or wrong. You should, it should not be a taking your life in your hands moment mm-hmm. to be out filling your gas tank at three in the morning anywhere in Columbus, let alone at a high traffic area like the airport. Near the airport, yep. Here are the quotes, uh, as Pam said. From uh, the FOP, Sergeant Brian Steele. Yeah. And he's right. He says, if you're a drug dealer selling drugs, the unintended consequence is you might get shot in the drug deal. If you're robbing someone, you might get shot. But we can't just turn our back to the fact that you have a right to go get some mozzarella sticks, to go get gas at Sheets, and not be shot in the head. Right. He said, and I concur, call the mayor. Demand police services in your neighborhood. Demand we go after the most violent criminals and remove them from the street. You have a right to demand they get prosecuted and demand judges lock them up. Yes, you absolutely have that right. And he also points out the point that I tried to make yesterday and the point that some reporter, some entity in this town needs to make is to Give us information on who Kevin Sobnoski was because otherwise he just becomes a name most people will forget because he's one of 120 murder victims in the city. And he's a headline that goes away. That's why Andy Ginther doesn't want to talk about how Kevin Sobnoski got shot in the head. And you can say, well, you know, Donovan Lewis shot by police. I get it. Kevin Sobnowski wasn't wanted on an outstanding warrant for felony mishandling of a firearm, nor was he wanted for domestic violence against his pregnant girlfriend or his mother. And that's not to say Donovan Lewis deserved to get shot in the serving of a warrant. It's to say that Donovan Lewis made a lot of bad decisions in his life that moved him closer and closer and closer to a circumstance where he lost his life in a violent way. We don't have any of that with Kevin Sobnoski. It has nothing to do with whatever race Kevin Sobnoski ends up being. It's that his life has merit. I suppose I should not underestimate the uh, power of the answer network, uh, 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. Um, and social media. I'm going to post on social media if anyone can put me in touch with 
friends of Kevin Sobnowski or family of Kevin Sobnowski, I'd like to tell his story uh, because I think by getting to know the victims of these senseless and uh, all too often committed murders in Columbus, it's the only way that the people in charge of our city who've allowed gang violence to proliferate is the only possible chance we have of holding them accountable. Now, we have a midterm election coming up a week from today. And I hold out zero hope that uh, longtime political operatives like Joyce Beatty, for instance, will be bounced out of office. That's just not going to happen. Oh, oh, there's the D. Okay, let me vote for her. But at some point, and it's, in fact, Columbus is such a an incestuous Democratic cesspool that we have judges. Remember? Let's let's flash back, shall we? On what's the number one characteristic you would want in a judge? Integrity, right? Integrity, fairness, integrity, yeah. fairness. But you'd want them to have like principles, okay? Mm-hmm. So, how many judges have we had in Columbus? Just since I've been doing this show in two years, have switched their political affiliation from Republican to Democrat. At least three. At least three. Why have they done that? Because they know that they are existing in a climate where they can't get elected if they're a Republican. Now, I'm not sure if that's an indictment of the judge who's willing to change their label to stay in office or if it's more an indictment of the people who vote. Because you could make the argument, hey, Bruce, maybe they're a really good judge and they want to stay in office because they're really, really good, and they know the only way they can stay in office is to switch their political affiliation. I'm a more black and white person than that. I'm a person that I can't, I won't say something if I don't really believe it. And I think if you authentically hold principles that would make you a Republican, you could not masquerade as a Democrat in order to maintain your power. The Democratic Party local level, state level, national level, is all about the preservation of their power. Why do you think Tim Ryan, who, by the way, tonight will be at a town hall with Martha McCallum and Brett Baer, that's going to take place at The Fives. I've never been to The Fives. It's apparently a banquet facility of some sort in the short north near the North Market. They're going to do a town hall tonight. Tim Ryan's going to do everything he can tonight to lie to people to convince them that the guy he's been in Congress for 20 years is not the guy he'll be if he's their senator from Ohio. He will not embrace defund police. He will not embrace getting rid of gas cars and fossil fuels. He will not embrace releasing criminals from prison positions, all of which he embraced in a big, ardent man hug when he was running for president all of two years ago. He will run from those as if he were an Olympic sprinter because he does not want you to elect him because he's a radical Democrat, because he knows if you know he's a radical Democrat, you won't elect him. So he has to lie to you and tell you something that is blatantly untrue and provably untrue in order to get your vote. So Martha McCallum, Brett Baer, I wonder how strongly they will push back on what Ryan says. Because this is the thing. It's not partisan to hold someone accountable for a vote 
or for a comment they have made on the record about an issue. That's the ultimate exercise of fact-checking. Did you say they're recording that and it's playing back when? The details on this are so sketchy. I have heard they were going to record it and then broadcast it. Now Mm -hmm. I have seen on the invitation for tickets that it is going to be live from 6 to 7. All right. So I hesitate to stand behind either one of those on Fox in the special report slot. So it'll be on from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And we're going to talk to J.D. Vance tomorrow right out of the shoot at 11 o'clock. So I'll obviously watch this event tonight and see how he did. I I think it's a, I'll say it's an interesting choice by J.D. Vance to, as I've said before, give Tim Ryan access to people who are most likely going to vote for J.D. Vance. I will mention also, because I was watching Channel 6 last night, they're doing something with the J.D. Vance-Ryan uh, run at 7 p.m. tonight. Yeah, that would so make sense. I don't know if they're using well, some they're of fo- that. They're Fox exactly. 28. They're Fox 28 they affiliate. Channel yes. 6 and Fox 28 are partners Sister and obviously, stations, right. you know, the Fox people. I'm a little surprised they've been as tight-lipped about this event as they've been, but they don't want it to become a circus either. Mm-hmm. My fear was the closer they hold it to Ohio State, the more it will be overrun by freaks mm-hmm. who are standing outside Bricker Hall complaining about climate change mm-hmm. and that if you let the audience ask too many questions at this thing, it's going to go off the rails quickly if they're asking about climate change, the insurrection, abortion, blah, 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 blah. Everything that is completely irrelevant to those of us who have to go to work, make a paycheck, pay bills, raise kids, send them to school. All those things that you have to do as a responsible adult come in order of priority way before climate change and insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. Now, what does not come before any of that is, of course, the America that our kids will grow up in. That is what Brendan Shea, member of the State Board of Education, has been fighting to uphold. Simple, settled science that has been so since the beginning of time. You were born a man or born a woman. Brendan Shea came up with a resolution that he wanted the State Board of Education to adopt, which basically said... What we've already known and didn't dispute until about, what, three minutes ago? When the T in the LGBTQIA plus alphabet mafia became the dominant letter to everything else printed in lower case in that acronym. The T is like bold. Transgenderism has taken over. And you are a reflection of the allies you associate with. So... LGB, I'd watch it, allowing the transgender people to take over your movement. I'm not on board with your movement, so maybe my advice is not the one you want to take. But I'm just telling you, if you're going to align yourself with people who unrepentantly, enthusiastically mutilate children, the fallout from that's going to land on you. Now, you would think that if you're on the State Board of Education, you would not have a hard time defining biological sex but one of the board members did yesterday you'll hear it in her own words next on the bruce willis show three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.